0: And we're live. Hey. Good.
1: Yo. Glad to hear it. Yeah. Happy fall. Yeah. Uh, happy September 21st. It's the best day of the year.
2: Do you best remember?
1: Day. Yep. Good. I do not. I wish that guy still made his videos. You guys remember those? Those September 21st. I mean, videos?
2: how was he supposed to top them? He did yeah. like so many ridiculous ones by yeah. the end.
1: I think he did. I think he did like five or six of the in total. And yeah. Good for him, though. It's been a while.
2: Yeah. Six sounds about right. Yep.
1: Uh, John, you were away for a week. What have you been up to, man?
2: Uh, why wasn't I here last week? Oh, I was streaming. Okay, that's why we yeah. were doing the charity stream. That was the only time I could schedule it. Um, honestly, not much. Just vibing at home for the most part. Yeah, nice, Paul? nice and quiet. Otherwise, like it's just been, it's just been working a lot of a lot of working because like we're figuring out when we're doing uh, our charity marathon next year. Figuring out like all the trips all right. I have to do later on this year, like stuff's going on there's no other way to describe it but uh yeah
1: nice what about you paul what's new with you
0: um not a whole lot i went to that wedding on monday as uh, i said right. last week and came back well i was back at work wednesday so i just been you know getting back into the groove of things and catching up on the couple days i missed nothing special
1: We've had down here, I guess Oregon's having some fires, and then it got windy and mm. blew all the smoke down here. So today was the first day after like two and a half-ish days where we could open the windows again because the air quality was Ugh. so bad. So that was annoying to deal with. Yeah, I imagine. <clears throat> Other than that, yeah, not a lot going on. I have a fitness competition this weekend that I'm looking forward to doing. Okay. Nice. That should be cool. Um, sitting is the song of the summer put that on the record
0: <laughs> Um
1: okay. anyone listening and knows what, what I'm talking about they already know it's a song in the summer obviously of course um, yeah but yeah I don't know I saw Haunting in Venice that's a good movie I would recommend that if you like Murder Mysteries okay cool yeah I think that's about it I'm trying to think of anything else is going on no let's do a podcast about video games because it's okay, uh, the top and Perspective on the best day of the year uh, September 21st uh, and Great. I'm Sean Booker I'm Paul Fleck, John Wheeler, and uh, John, you've been playing a lot. What are you playing?
2: Yeah, so I got a couple weeks to make up for. So I realized uh, I never talked about Bomb Rush Cyberpunk, despite the fact that I was playing it a bunch on stream. That game is great. Yeah. Do you like Jet Set Radio Future? Because that's just Jet Set Radio Future. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. But with more. But it also at the same time, feels like that game made in the late '90s, early 2000s. So if you did not like that. You were probably not going to like this because it very much wears its, uh, its inspiration on its sleeve. Yeah. Isn't this supposed to be a Game Pass game? Uh, is it out on consoles yet? I don't, it is? I, it came out on Switch first, so I don't know. It was, it was Switch f- and Steam first, and then after that, I don't remember.
0: I'm pretty like, sure it's, it's not because I was looking forward to this and I had to buy it because <laughs> I was waiting yeah. for it. I, I was going to say, say
2: oh, no, but I realize the game is like $40, bucks, is not it? Yeah, it's, it's actually cheap. surprisingly expensive.
0: Oh, okay. I oh. thought it was cheap.
2: <laughs> no, okay, fair. Well, then I might be misremembering the price, so don't worry about me.
0: Yeah, Lineback saying you might be thinking of Hi-Fi Rush. No, I wasn't High well, Hi-Fi okay. was
2: a Game Pass game for sure. It that, was, yeah. Yeah. Was game, but
0: yeah, this game is... It's on Xbox,
1: on consoles. For some reason, I had it in my head that it was coming to Game Pass, but... Mm. I don't know. Yeah,
2: not... Not that I'm I'm not saying anything. Like everything does at some point, so maybe.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, this this also seems like uh, yeah your thing. Yeah, no, I've been well. I haven't been playing it, but uh, I need to go back to it because there's way too much crap out right now. Right. Yeah. Uh, No,
2: there's too many video games that are out at the moment. It's we're not even in
0: October yet. So today (laughs) alone, crazy. Today alone, DLC for RE4 dropped the big patch to fix cyber. Uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven dropped, and uh, isn't that the twenty sixth? No, it's today. The patch dropped. You're talking about the DLC, which is different. Oh, okay. And um, something else released. All on the t- oh, payday three. One of you're the you're obviously thinking of ten yeah. years for <laughs> the final episode of the Expanse
1: uh,
0: Telltale series, right?
2: That's it. That's what he was excited for. That too. Nothing else. Yeah. Yep. yep.
0: Not, like, today's been crazy alone. But anyway, yeah, this game is absolutely fantastic. Uh, I'm glad you've been playing it, because this definitely seems like a game that obviously... Yeah,
2: it absolutely, it's absolutely a game for me. Like, I was yeah. I was excited for it, but I was also, like, nervous about it. I'm like, I haven't heard anything about this in a while. Please don't be bad. Please don't be bad. I'm glad it actually turned out to be pretty decent. Nice. But I still have not gotten around to finish it, because, like, again, too many fucking yeah. video games have come out, and then I had too many trips all at once, because, like, I've been yep. to two different cons. I've had just all this other stuff to worry about, so... It's not been on my on my pile for the most part. I haven't touched in a while, right because uh, I've been playing F099, which I'm currently doing right now.
0: okay. yeah, so I've also was a
2: stealth kind of drop doing that too. yeah, that was a stealth drop. uh if you like Snes F0, this is up your alley uh, 99 player battle royale game where you're all racing the same track, and uh it's very, very easy to die in this game because yeah. boosting takes a lot of health and there's a lot of collisions when you're doing it. Uh, yeah. it's a little lacking in content at the moment, but it also, it's only been out for like a week. So it's not like it's super mandatory, but it's weird to have a racing game that only has seven tracks. And okay. for the most part, you only play two of them because people keep picking Mute City and Big Blue and I'm kind of sick of both
0: tracks. I was going to well, say, I was going to ask if like you've been playing a lot, <laughs> if you start unlocking more and more, cause I was just thinking maybe I haven't unlocked a bunch. I'm only like... so level 8 or something like yeah so
2: i i'm level 10 for reference sake and i got those levels on stream like monday so okay. uh there's seven tracks in the game currently there's mute city 1 big blue sand ocean deathwind 1 silence whiteland 1 and port town 2 mm-hmm. you have to do a special side mode where you do professional tracks to get access to whiteland 1 and port town 2 and you have to finish a Grand Prix to get the silence. So that means you have to be like in the top 20 racers by the end of a Grand Prix. Right. So it might okay. be a scenario
1: where people just they can't pick anything other than the popular. No, tier? no, no,
2: no. So so when you do like the 99 <clears throat> mode, they give you two options. But the currently it only picks from four tracks. Mm. Currently it only picks from Mute City 1, Big Blue, Sand Ocean and Death Wind 1. Those are the only four you can choose in the 99 mode. If you do Grand Prix, you go in order of Mute City, Big Blue, Sand Ocean, Death Wind, Silence. The only way to get the silence is to, like, survive a Grand Prix, essentially. And then there's the side mode for it gives you White Land and Port Town too. They have said, apparently, on the Japanese site, I think it's next week they're adding uh, the tracks from the Queen League. So that's four new tracks. And then I think they said two or three weeks after that they're adding the next tracks from King League. So we're getting tracks soon. They're just, you know, spacing it out every two weeks, which is probably a smart thing to do.
1: Do you think people are picking Uh, those two tracks because they're in Smash Bros.?
2: No, the Penguins two tracks, is are the easiest. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Yeah, it makes sense.
2: You don't have to really try on Mute City or Big Blue, but you have to try on Sand Ocean and Death Wind. So. Okay. Yeah. Is this uh, the one we played
1: on TDP Plus? The no. SNES one? No.
2: Because this is the, this is the, ba- uh, oh, no, we did F-Zero X. That was the N64 one.
1: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah.
2: But these tracks are straight out of the SNES one. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, on top of that, that made me want to play F-Zero GX, the GameCube one. So okay. I Okay,
1: because you wrote down G-Zero GX, and I, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if there actually was <laughs> a game called G-Zero GX like, I was not as, paying as like attention a spoof, to you know games. what I mean? So I was curious yeah. what that was.
2: <laughs> no, this is F-Zero GX, this is the GameCube one. Uh, this is the notoriously difficult one. So I had realized I'd never finished the story mode for that game. So I sat down and did it. And wow, that takes a lot of work for two reasons. One, the tracks are stupidly difficult because the uh, AI just rubber bands like nuts. You basically have to trick the AI into letting you win. Uh, And two, you have to unlock every chapter by grinding out tickets. And whenever you clear a story chapter, they don't give you enough tickets for the next chapter. So I had to go do other races and other means of getting tickets just to continue the three remaining chapters I had left in story mode.
1: It's just like artificially padded out. Yeah. That's a bummer.
2: But I did it. It was very difficult, but I did it. So I can at least say that I've finally beaten that game. Uh, now I'm just working on goofing off in the actual like (laughs) Grand Prix and unlocking the characters. Because the tickets you use to unlock characters are also what you use to unlock car parts and also story tracks. So I had like no characters unlocked on the roster because I was too busy trying to unlock the story. By the time I was done story mode, I had seven characters unlocked out of thirty-two so it was just like it was gotcha. dumb it was really dumb so now like and now is like every, every Grand Prix I run gives me enough for like two to three characters I'm like cool now I can actually play as everyone okay Yeah. Uh, other than that I got access early to Super Bomberman R2 so I was playing that for a bit okay and then I did a sponsored segment for it last week that is Bomberman
0: <laughs> yeah I just, yeah sure what's new about it <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, do you remember that 64 massively multiplayer game they did that was originally on Stadia and then made it out to Steam eventually? That's R, uh, right? That would, no, that was 64 Battle. So oh, R okay. R one was a launch title for the Switch, and then ended up on every platform after. uh 60 Battle 64 or 64 Battle, whichever it was called, was a Stadia exclusive, but eventually it moved out to all platforms, and it was their battle royale game with 64 players. Okay, but it was free to play. Uh, that mode is just in this game now. That's just a game, a mode in the game. Uh, they brought back the standard battle mode. They brought back the weird Grand Prix modes they added back in, uh, in R1's DLC that they added like a year later, like the, oh, like collect all these crystals, like KO your opponent more and like everyone has special abilities and stuff like that. So all that is like properly in the game. And they added a new mode where you, uh, you create levels. And then you use the levels to defend your base against 15 other players. It's a 15 versus one mode.
0: Where oh, the 15
2: players okay. have to break into your base and steal these treasure chests you have. And you have to just make sure you have one left by the end of the timer. That sounds cool. It's neat. It's yeah. neat, but it's hectic. It's extremely hectic. I would assume so. But like some of the stages people have made online, because you can share the levels you've created, some of them are just super mean and brutal. They're rough.
1: Well, you're you have it early, right? So like who's making these stages?
2: Other people who got it early, devs, etc.
1: Yeah. Okay. And
2: now that the game's out, there's like a bunch of high ranked, like super mean stages and stuff like that. Oh, I see. Okay. There's so still your that... usual ranking, private matches, et cetera. So
1: Oh, this Played came out like a couple of on... weeks ago.
2: Uh last the, week.
1: The twelfth, I think. Yeah, 12th or 13th. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I did the sponsored segment on Saturday. Had a great time. It was bomb run. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Other than stuff I'm playing on stream. Yeah, that's all I'm playing.
0: Uh, Paul, anything you want to talk about? I think I'm almost done. I see the light at the end of the tunnel for Baldur's Gate. I just got to push a little bit more. I don't believe you. Nice. I don't believe you. I just got to push more. Ugh. It's too long. It's too much. Too much game. I don't like it.
2: You will never be free of Baldur's Gate. Reese finished her main run and she's like, well, now I got to do the death run. I got to do the death whisper run.
0: I I definitely will play it again with people at some point because that's going to be a just completely different experience. That's going to be a different game completely. And it won't be as stressful trying to get through it. I think it'll just be like, let's mess around in the game for a little bit and then call it a night or whatever. And that'll be fun. I'm still in Chapter 1, but I've barely
1: been playing it, so... Yeah. Eventually. What have you been playing? I've been... Uh, I finished up The Expanse. Like I said, the f- the fifth uh, episode, uh, which is the last one, came out today. I played through that. I think my overall thoughts on that game is... I I don't know if I really recommend it. It is pretty slow. There is not a lot going on. It is more just kind of exploring these areas, but I just don't think the story is that gripping. And if you're not a fan of the series, there's kind of lefts to grip onto because you don't have any like attachment to these characters.
0: Sure. So for me,
1: it it, it was good enough. It was, you know, it was another telltale game. I like that formula. I like the expanse. So it was checking a lot of boxes for me, but unless this is your kind of thing, I don't think it's going to do much for you. So that's a bit of a bummer. It yeah. is also getting like a bonus episode starring someone else. I'm kind of curious how that's going to fit in with anything, but uh, we will we will see later. Mm. And then um, just checking in. I'm still playing Liza P. Paul, are you starting this? Did you start it?
0: Uh, no, this is going completely on the back burner. Next up is Payday because I've been waiting a decade for it. OK, so. yeah, because this because it definitely is out now. It is on Game Pass and everything. Yeah, I think last week was it last week or this week? I can't remember this week it came out fully on yes. Monday.
2: Yeah, it, it was it's Tuesday because that's when I picked up my copy, so.
1: Yeah. Um This is a Souls game. I don't think you'll be into it, John.
2: Here's the thing. You love You're parrying. Right. <laughs> but
1: <laughs> this game is Here's a lot of parrying. I was right.
2: gonna say, this is a fast paced one, uh which stamina doesn't seem to be as big an issue, and it seems it's more like I don't want to say sci-fi, but like it's not high fantasy, which is what bores me about Elden <coughs> Ring and the Dark Souls games. Like it looks more steampunkish, which I think is interesting. This, so, it is. Aesthetically, fun. I find this interesting. Whether yeah, or not I will enjoy yeah. playing it might be a different story. <coughs> but watching it like one of my streamer friends was playing it and he seems pretty fast paced. I'm like, yeah, this is, this is probably why people kept recommending Bloodborne to me. So, yeah, this it, is
0: Bloodborne. You should probably try Bloodborne as well. At some point, you might be into it. It is way faster paced. I
1: think this is about the same pace as Elden Ring as far as it goes. You do have that like grappling hook that you can use, but you're not using it all the time because you have to switch it out for other arms. Um, like I have a flamethrower on my arm right now, which is really helpful because I'm in an area that are, that is weak against fire. Um, but uh, yeah, I like the vibe of it. And the whole kind of Pinocchio thing is is kind of interesting how they're referencing stuff like that. So anyways, yes, I continue my way through that game Mm -hmm. slowly, but surely what's annoying is I seem to be going at the same speed as a lot of the guide writers, but I'm like two levels ahead. (laughs) Oh Oh,
2: no. So I'll be like,
1: I wonder if there was any like side things that I should have been going around and looking for. And it's like, oh, you guys are still not there yet. Huh? Okay. Well, I guess I'll come back to it when you guys catch up a little bit. (laughs) Um, Trying to think where am I Uh, for anyone who is playing it. I just fought... I know. I just finished in the, like, decaying area. That's, like, a good reference point for people without spoiling anything. I just found the merchant where you can sell the, like, boss souls thing to to get, like, their special weapon. I just finished that area. So if anyone is playing it, that should tell them quite a bit where I'm at. Um, And then along with Liza P, I am still playing Starfield. I don't really have much more to say about it. I, I continue on with that game. Um, sure. There's
2: so many long games going on at once, man. man. Well, Starfield's yeah, actually some...
1: not that long. If you just mainline it, is it, it really I'm, not? If you mainline it, it's not very long. I'm not mainlining it. I'm doing all the faction quests. So it is going to be taking me longer. But I think it is closer to like an eight hour game if you just do the main story.
2: Did you say eight? Yep.
1: <laughs> what? Yeah. Um. Yeah, that seems probably
2: about right. That's wild.
1: Um, I'm still enjoying Starfield. I have a shotgun that kills almost anything in two hits. Um, so I'm just running shotguns constantly. Um, so so, yeah, I'm having a good time with that for sure. Uh, but the new thing I've been playing this week is it finally moved up in the queue on my co-op games. I'm playing Redfall. Okay. And I'm enjoying it quite a bit.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Um, I mean, it's a co-op loot shooter, which checks a lot of boxes for me and you get powers. So, like, it's basically kind of like Borderlands without the, like, comedy in quotes, right? <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> I say,
2: your favorite part of Borderlands. Yeah, so
1: this one, yeah, I think it's, I like, the missions are pretty unique. I haven't done a lot of, like, repeated stuff. Um, the different vampires are kind of cool that you're fighting, and having to, like, stake them or use, like, light-based weapons on them to petrify them is, is interesting and whatnot. Um, I have had some, like some like bugs i've had it crash once or twice uh my co-op person or my friend who i'm playing co-op with is constantly just like floating (laughs) at least from my view um Mm. but in terms of just like the beat to beat gameplay yeah i'm having a good time with it and i'm i'm liking the unique uh kind of set piece missions that they keep sending us on um and i also think the gunplay feels pretty good and the powers you get are also pretty good i'm who am I pl- What's the guy's name? De- I think his name is Devinder is because there's like four u- specific characters you pick, much like Borderlands. And my guy has like an electricity javelin that he throws and it just shocks around the area. Um, And then you get a lot of powers that like if you're using it, it'll like help out your teammate. So if me or my teammate are near my electric javelin, our guns now start shooting electricity. Um, My my buddy has a like ghost elevator that he can. Summon and launches both into the air. So yeah, no, I'm I'm having quite a good time with it. I'm. We're about to hit the halfway point. I think there's like kind of two maps, and we're about to finish the first map. But really? uh, yeah, that's Redfall. And it's funny though. It you still load it up and it says like, "Hey, thanks for joining us at the launch." is oh, like the most no. recent like bit of like a news thing on there so they clearly like oh, no. have not really updated it much um i'm very curious what the trajectory of that game is going to be all right let's do news because some crazy stuff happened this week um i was i was trying to collect it all but then kotaku just put a nice organized article together did you guys follow all of the xbox leaks from the ftc
0: no,
2: I heard some of this, but I did not get all of it. So what in the world is going on here now?
1: OK, so as you know, the F- the, the Activision buyout FTC, that whole thing, Microsoft had to submit a bunch of files and stuff that are, were redacted for a lot of things. I guess though, at some point there were, this week, a bunch of that information leaked during like the last portion of here's the things that were submitted to them. And the FTC says like, hey, we didn't leak it like it was Microsoft that uploaded this stuff. They they didn't redact it properly, blah blah blah. So it's it's unclear exactly like who's at fault. Someone's definitely getting fired though with the nature of these <laughs> leaks. Um, but Kotaku has this like eleven big reveals, and I, I think we should just go through them one by one because they're all worth talking about. Um Okay, I'll just go in the order that the article has it. So for keep in mind, a lot of these emails and documents we're gonna be talking about are from like 2020, 2019 right. to 2021. So things could have changed um and they're, and they're and they're somewhat taken out of context since a lot of these emails good portions of them are redacted. So we're only kind of getting like a snippet of a of a 3-year-old idea basically. So keep keep that in mind when we go through these things. First off, uh there was an email exchange where Microsoft was considering purchasing Nintendo and they were not as you do and spe- specifically somebody um was asking phil spencer hey how come we're not looking into purchasing nintendo and and this email uh is phil basically being like hey yeah that would be a great idea here's a few reasons why it's not exactly realistic but i agree i would love to own nintendo <laughs> um, Sure. And some of the quotes here, uh, getting Nintendo would be a career moment. It's just taking a long time for Nintendo to realize that their future exists off of their own hardware a long time.
0: Smiley face. Um, well, I mean, there was that story where like they said they wanted to buy Nintendo and Nintendo laughed at them until they left the room. But that's, but that's
2: like before the Xbox original existed. Like that's an old right. story. Yes.
0: Right. Yeah. But like all of this is just like, yeah, of course, th- this is exactly what capitalism is. It's always trying to reach for the next thing. Of course, they yeah. would want to buy Nintendo. They would want to buy Google. They'd want to buy anybody. Exactly. Well,
1: uh, it's, it is worth yeah adding on pretty much everyone is talking about buying everyone at all times. That's
0: literally because, yes, their job.
1: That's how it <laughs> <Yeah>. goes. Exactly.
2: <laughs> that's capitalism, um, baby. That
0: Along with is. this,
1: they mentioned the thought of purchasing Valve and warner brothers games was also of course. Game dropped in there i would love uh, to buy valve and warner brothers games of course who wouldn't <laughs> um
2: <laughs> I'll, I'll get on the horn and do it right now it
1: does <laughs> yeah. it does kind of you know raise the question that the nintendo one specifically where it's like i don't want i don't think i want microsoft to own nintendo but i would love if nintendo games ran on microsoft hardware
0: I'm, yeah I mean, I don't care if they run on Microsoft specifically. I want them on anything else. (laughs) Exactly. Anything other than Nintendo hardware. Just Nintendo hardware. Yeah.
1: Like, I I, think it is a net negative if Microsoft does buy Nintendo. But I do see some positives for, like, the player if Microsoft bought Nintendo.
0: I mean, I've always been of the opinion it's anti-consumerist to keep that shit on one thing anyway. I don't like exclusives like that, but... I mean, it's the way the industry has always worked, so. um,
1: They also kind of showed off a roadmap of a bunch of Bethesda um, games. C- keep in mind, this is wildly outdated. Um, <laughs> sure. <clears throat> I'm trying to find the actual image of the whole thing there. Stuff on there was like an Oblivion remastered dishonored three some things that would like of course they would be doing that right um, but there I was some like where's the now it's taken over now it's gone where's that? Where's the picture man come on come on Kotaki.
0: what are you doing what are they doing
2: lord only knows
0: all right I have something from Eurogamer here okay Is it the one that says console PC and F2P mobile? Like the, I don't know. Can you drop me the link? See if it's what Uh, I'm trying to remember. Yeah, I think I can hold on. It's like in the middle of that page. An embed.
1: Yes. Thank you. This is what I was trying to look for. So cool. Um, if you look at the beginning of this art of this uh, thing, it's talking about fiscal year 2020. So this could even be something that came out in 2019. Um, But here's some of the things they had planned. So uh, things that did come out, like, you know, Deathloop, Doom Eternal, all that was there. They had a planned release date of Starfield in 2021. Clearly, that did not happen at this time. (laughs) Redfield was also in there. Um, They wanted the Indiana Jones game to come out in 2022. Um, But things that are very noteworthy. There's a game in there called Doom Year Zero. That's an unannounced game. Theoretically, that's probably still in the works. Um, something sure. called Project Kestrel. Again, that's that's brand new. Licensed IP game. This is not the Indiana <laughs> Jones one. Dishonored 3 right. is there. Ghostwire Tokyo sequel. I don't know. if do you guys think that would even happen at this point? I don't think at that this game point, did. I don't know. Amazing, probably not yeah. not. So, obviously, Auto Scrolls 6 is on there as well. So, Project Hibiki, which I believe that has, is supposed to be Hi-Fi Rush. Mm, sure so obviously a lot of these got pushed uh, multiple years but theoretically we have a doom year zero coming um, and then follow Fallout 3 remastered is on there of course Elder Scrolls Online expansion is pretty much on every single one of these oh yeah of course yeah so Dishonored 3 that seems like a no-brainer
0: what do you guys think doom year zero is when uh the portal to hell opens up or that they discover the, either them going to Mars and it going to shit or like hell invading essentially probably
2: yeah you probably don't even play as doom guy you probably play as like the person who kind of sets doom guy on. oh wait no because doom guy gets revived in doom 2016 right like it's probably like yeah they bring him back to life because they they're like yeah.
1: worshiping him
2: yeah so it's probably like the piece before that some kind of prequel yeah. for sure
1: uh okay what's the next one didn't what is it spencer triple a game publishers lost their mojo i don't know what this one is we're going to move on to three quarters of xbox gamers had a series s we already knew the series s wildly outsold the X, I don't think we knew it was 75% of Xbox owners have the series. That's wild. That's pretty crazy. Crazy. It's also worth remembering that fact as we get to something else later on. Um, Let's move on to this. Microsoft dramatically underestimated Baldur's Gate three under the read more. They have a list of like, so this was under the context of, they were aiming for Starfield to drop at a certain point. That got delayed, so they needed to reach out and be like, "Hey, what can we use to bolster Game Pass because we no longer have Starfield there for the next year?" And they yeah. had a list of estimates on here of uh, games and then how much they think those would be worth them spending to get them in there. And there's stuff in here like Lego Star Wars for thirty-five million dollars, the new Assassin's Creed Mirage hundred million dollars, Suicide Squad two hundred and fifty million. Um, The biggest one is uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor at $300 million. Um, Some of these definitely did come true. Like, they have um, Gotham Knights on there. I think that comes to Game Pass in, like, a week or two. Um, But the the main title here where they said they wildly underestimated Baldur's Gate 3, that one is valued at $5 million. Yeah. To be fair, though, I don't think anyone... We realized the success Baldur's Gate Three was going to have, including Larry, and they've even come out and said, "Like we, this was unprecedented. We were not expecting to like break Steam concurrent records and whatnot." Yeah, Um, but it is interesting to see these numbers, Uh, and, and like, and yeah, obviously how much they they pay for Game Pass exclusives.
2: Back to that Kotaku article.
1: All right, I'm going to move down to the uh, the Xbox Series S might go, X might go all digital in 2024. This was a pretty big one. So a roadmap popped out showing what Xbox's plans. And actually, if you look at the uh, the next link in our in our note docs, that has all four of the images there. They are planning a mid-gen refresh for the Xbox Series S and X. Uh, we'll start with the X here called Brooklyn. That looks like a um, a cylinder, so it's rounded. Mm-hmm. Um, it's worth noting that these are not pro consoles; they are more akin to if you remember on like the 360 when they were like, "Hey, we should now add an HDMI port to this thing. We should now put the Wi-Fi in the in the console as opposed to you needing the adapter." Um, so the only actual differences here is increased storage. They have uh, the connectivity of Wi-Fi 6. But the big one is that the, the new Series X, codenamed Brooklyn, will not have a disk drive. Now, there is also a Series S refresh happening. That's codenamed Elwood. That will still not have a disk drive. So that would mean, theoretically, there won't be an Xbox console with a disk drive
0: mm.
1: next fall, if we go by the dates on this old document.
0: Right.
2: Not a fan.
1: Yeah, I mean, you say that, but remember, 75% of Xbox owners have a Series X. That,
2: that is wild to me. Insane. So,
1: you know, as much as people like to say they still want discs, the consumer, the data is showing against that. And those people are in the minority. So regardless of what you want, disc, yeah. it's happening. Discs are going to go away. It's just what's going to happen. It's going to be like the PC and people are going to stop selling
2: discs. Doesn't mean I have to like it.
1: True. <laughs> yeah. The one kind of um, note I was seeing in that does make a lot of sense in against this is Xbox is always coming out there and talking a big game about backwards compatibility and then removing a disc drive. It goes right against that. But I yeah. see at the same time, like if you just look at the that keeps the cost down. Not that these are going to be cheaper; they are going to maintain the same price point. Um, but in term, but it means they would get a, a larger margin on them and make more profit that way. Um, and then, uh, alongside that, is a new controller that is scheduled to come out next this coming spring in twenty twenty four, co named Sebel Sebel. Sebel. Um, Sibyl. Yeah. S E B I L E. Um, pretty similar, except what's new with this is that it's, so it's a two tone color they have on this image here, uh, black and white, uh, improved rumble. So maybe something closer to the PlayStation five. Um, what's kind of odd about that is, and I think we were like, just talking about this recently, Paul, like no one utilizes that rumble except first party Sony games. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they would if now two platforms are utilizing it, who knows, but even like even a lot of Xbox games, like they have the rumble triggers. Those are barely in anything. I only remember those when the yearly Forza comes out and it's like, oh yeah, the triggers rumble. Right. Um, Hmm. on top of that, there will be, um, uh, like gyro controls in it and a lift to wake feature. So theoretically, lifting up the controller will turn the console on. Sure. And, again, and again, the uh, planned price points, they had the Sebil launching at the same price point of $70 in May of next year. Then they announced the mid-gen consoles in June, July. So that typical kind of E3 window. With the with the Series S or the Elwood coming out just before September, Brooklyn, which is the Series X refresh, coming out just before November, so just before Black Friday. Give it, and they even have like a bullet point: sixty day separation between the launches enables dialogue with different audiences. And there's some more bullet points there, but pretty interesting that. I, and there's even pictures on here, which I think is pretty wild. Who knows if these are what they still look like? Cause this was a while back, obviously, but I could see it. Yeah. And let's see the next thing I wanted to go into. And then along with that is details on the next Xbox. Um, with a specific release date of 2028. And so the big, there's very little information about this other than the big info is they would be leaning heavily into cloud and off putting a lot of the processing in the cloud, which I feel like we've been hearing for quite a while, all all the way back to like crackdown three, them talking about, we'll put some of the processing in the cloud, um, we'll yeah. put your drive guitars in the cloud, stuff like that. There really isn't much more information than that. Um, uh, like I said, the release date of being 2028. Mm-hmm. And those were kind of like the biggest ones, in my opinion, from this list.
0: Pretty wild stuff. What are you, what are your guys thoughts
1: on these leaks?
0: As long as they keep releasing stuff on PC, I couldn't give less of a fuck what they do with their hardware stuff. They've been serving me just fine. Okay. Any thoughts on your end, John? Dude.
2: Yeah, I know that companies work on these things in advance, like the new versions, like the new the next line of the systems, but it's so weird to already hear them talking about
0: 2028.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Phil Spencer came out on Twitter. I'll just read his tweet. It's pretty cool. Uh, short here we've seen the conversation around old emails and documents it is hard to see our team's work shared in this way because so much has changed and there's so much to be excited about right now and in the future we will share the real plans when we are ready so i'm i am very curious to see kind of what ends up being as like what's accurate what's wildly different
0: yeah i i definitely think the no hard drive or disk drive sorry no disk drive. drive Is um probably the way most things are gonna go, which yeah. Like again, as a PC user, I totally understand because that's what I basically do. But I I don't like buying consoles without a disc drive. There's something about it that doesn't feel right to me. Like I wasn't gonna get the PlayStation Five version without a disc drive. So you have a Series S though the, that I got as a gift. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't. I wouldn't have bought one for myself because like. I don't know. I play most of those games on PC anyway. It's nice to have, of course, but I don't know. There's something about not having a disk drive on a console that doesn't sit with me personally proper well at all. Yeah,
1: I, I don't well, know why. Like, yeah, I think it's it's just got to be like an old mentality because we've always had a disk drive until the Series S and the diskless PS5, right? I'm trying to think, was there anything else that didn't? The PSP Not
2: Go?
0: Really.
2: Yeah, that's like the only experiment. And even then... It failed. It made sense. It was <laughs> a handheld. Yeah. Well, and also it failed. That I mean, besides that point.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. Oh, I guess, like, saying, there's... Mm-hmm. Sorry, there was the
1: Xbox uh, S all digital. The SAD.
2: Yeah. So, yeah, there was <laughs> yeah, that. Like, the last I gen. forgot about the SAD.
1: Yeah. I mean... Like I even look at my consoles, they both have disc drives. I paid the extra hundred dollars to get the one, the PlayStation five with the disc drive. I've maybe put a disc in it like one game. I might have one yeah. game, like physical game and the Xbox. I think the only thing I put in there is Rock Band.
2: Mm-hmm. Other
1: than that, like I don't even even like movies, I usually get the version with the digital thing. So I have it on like my, my Apple account and I just load that one up instead of putting the disc in.
0: I think part of it to me it, part of it is definitely like i still like the idea that i could like go to john's house and give him a disc and we could play the cool game i just got like right away pro- well after he downloads a 20 gig patch or something yeah probably. so you couldn't but, even do that <laughs> but like uh there's still kind of that there also there it's gonna sound really bad to say but on pc if they ever take away something that I want to get back, I know I could pirate it easily. And in a closed system like a console, like it would be nice to just know that if I buy something, I could at least revert back to like the 1.0 version of it at some point. I think well, that's I don't even know because so
1: I, many games, even single player games, have to connect to a server now like they're online connected.
0: Yeah. Basically, John it's is kind right. Of, There's
2: eventually going to be a point where we can't. Like discs are just done. Yeah. As, as a collector, I know this is an inevitability. There's no it, way absolutely. around. Absolutely. The, the market's I mean, been pushing for this for how long now?
0: Sure. And I don't use discs, but I think it's a bad. It's a bad way that our future is going.
2: Well, I think I think great. it's unintentionally anti-consumer, but like, yeah, that's, that's a different argument.
0: That's the way I feel as well.
1: If
2: the if the rumors of the
1: PlayStation Slim with the rem, with the attachable disk drive is true mm-hmm. i think that's a great way to do it because yeah for the for years now those disks are not spinning they're they're doing the pc thing of they're, they're doing a check and then they're just yeah. downloading the thing onto the hard drive so if you just had something that didn't you don't even need like a fast connection just for it to like check every like 30 seconds two minutes to be like is there a disk still in there yeah we're good. keep playing it off the hard drive then maybe that's a way of doing it but at yeah, the same but time, what if I'm sure the like-
0: game was on a disc that you could just play? <laughs> what if? <laughs> yeah, no, if. I know. I just, I kind of hate the future we're going to, just because I keep seeing like, oh well, they lost the rights to that, so that just doesn't exist anymore, or like that somebody got offended by this episode of this show, so that doesn't like it's. Sure. I don't like this digital future that we're going to. It's terrifying in a way that I don't. I didn't really consider until kind of recently this year. Yeah, but it's going to happen. I mean, like it's happened to every other bit of media. Sure, but as the fact that we're talking on a platform here, like I don't want it to. So I want to say that we shouldn't make it let it happen if possible. And then if it happens, it happens. But it wasn't my fault because I tried to talk (laughs) against it.
1: Well, in that scenario, then you did my best. You need to start buying
0: more physical
2: games. You got to vote with your dollar.
0: Yeah. No, I'm
1: doing enough
2: for him, honestly, at this point. Like, he's covered. I got him.
1: Well, I'm. I'm I clearly kinda, you're not I
2: doing enough, because
0: everyone's moving this way, so... so. I kind of just don't want to buy games anymore. I feel <laughs> like I'm buying games all the time. I'm just kind of done. It just, really
2: does feel like that at the moment. Just let it me really play does.
0: the games I have.
2: <laughs> just just get, take a year off from releasing any video games, let people get calp on their backlog, Please. and then take two then we're good. Take
0: two years off. Make that next game really good.
2: Uh
1: Um, And then this last little bit of news is totally separate from Xbox, but I wanted to put it in here because it was kind of funny. The Division 3 was technically announced today via a press press release where Ubisoft was talking about this person's new title. Um, I'll just read the blurb pretty quick here. So September 21st, best day of the year. Um, As part of Ubisoft's (laughs) ongoing commitment to grow its globally recognized brands, Ubisoft is happy to announce that Julian... Gertie I'm going to Gertie um, has been appointed as the new executive producer for the billion dollar brand Tom Clancy's The Division as executive producer Julian Gertie will oversee the division games and products including T- Tom Clancy's The Division 3 led by Massive Entertainment who is actively building a team <laughs> for the game so that is your announcement that The Division 3 is a
0: real game now oh that pisses me off because I love The <laughs> Division so the fact that I'm hearing about it right here in this that's how is you really hear about, annoying. Well,
1: and then Kotaku had a pretty great headline where they're like, you can add this to the list of unreleased division games because they have two other division games in the pipeline right now. There's the mobile free to play one. And then there's that like division homeland thing that was announced as well. So there's three division games happening right now. Yeah. Man. And I say that as someone who quite likes the division.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway, that's a weird way to announce a game yep true with that let's do some news nope that was the end of it. Nope. we're gonna do some questions
2: <laughs> we're, more just news. The, more we're just gonna start this more news the, for the yeah. news gods let's
1: go back to the beginning did you guys hear about this xbox stuff
0: no Repeat. tell me about no, it.
1: it tell me more oh there's there's like a bunch of new boxes coming out one's like a cylinder it looks like an amazon
2: echo one's not a box <laughs> at all
1: <laughs> one's just a a concept yeah um okay top down perspective at gmail.com at tdp podcast on twitter the discord channel john's po box those are all ways you can send questions in and you could sound like kevin who technically asked three questions but they're they're kind of all the same questions um because they all have the same answer so i'll just read them quickly um is a graphic novel a comic
2: yes yes
1: yeah i think so is a comic a graphic novel Yes.
2: Uh, well, the, okay, graphic novel usually dictates that it's like of a certain length. Length. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I guess the answer is not? no to
0: this one. It, yeah, it depends. But yeah, I guess your, not. your
2: standard like X-Men comic? No, that wouldn't be a graphic novel. But it was like 10 volumes bound together? Then it's a graphic novel because it's of the size of a graphic novel. Okay, but a graphic trade novel implies is, is like a
1: trade, like four issues? Is that a graphic novel? Yeah. I would say yes. I, w-
2: yeah. I would argue yes.
1: Okay, is a
0: manga a comic? Yes. Yeah, Yes. of course.
1: Okay.
0: Oh, okay. Um, Ahiave says, Baldur's Gate 4 has finished production. Oh, God, please no. It has finished production and the final trailers are shown. To much fanfare, there's a sequel scenario to the bear romancing incident. <laughs> Was that an incident? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't hear anyone saying anything negative about that. Yeah, incident probably isn't the correct term. (laughs) Uh, A different company also announces their own game, Life of a Bear Simulator 2033, releasing a week before Baldur's Gate 4. Disney, sensing a new meta, calls Marvel and asks them to commission a game studio. Commission a game studio. They want an action RPG where the protagonist has bear-like powers, has a companion bear, or is somehow (laughs) bear-related. Okay. On a slightly unrelated note, what guest characters would be great to see in Mortal Kombat 3's Bear Mania DLC? Note that Cocaine <laughs> Bear and the live-action Winnie the Pooh are already on that list. Those are good guests. Yeah, you you need that Winnie the Pooh that's in that Blood and Honey or whatever, that horror movie. Yeah. That's just an easy fit, so that makes yeah. sense.
1: Maybe you get the guest character from, um, is it Tekken?
2: Yeah, yeah. Puma.
1: Yeah, but there's, okay. there's two bears, isn't there? There's a polar bear. Kuma and Panda. Yeah. Oh, Panda, yeah. not a polar bear. Right. Okay.
0: The three bears from Goldilocks. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good.
2: Bear hugger from Punch-Out. We'll just cheat. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Do they have to be like, could, could you do like a Care Bear? Because then you can get some like powers in
2: there. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, you got to yeah. have some projectiles. It's Mortal Kombat.
1: Yeah. So then it's shooting off like, I don't know, hearts. It has been a long time since I've seen anything
0: Care bears. Yeah, that's fair. Um, you put Paddington in there somewhere.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. And he could like throw marmalade sandwiches. Yep. I would, that would be great. And I would love it that, like, while you're, like, attacking, he just, at random intervals, like, apologizes.
0: <laughs> was or he's, just just like, or he's just
1: like, oh, gosh. Oh, oh man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> All right. Question. Next one from <laughs> Rasterman. You've had a bad day. Your boss yelled at you. It rained as you were getting back home. Your peers there weren't in a great mood to welcome you either, and one of your online submissions you spent a lot of time on has been flat out rejected without feedback. How do you lift your spirits up? That's messed up. A. No, this is a multiple choice question, by the way. A. Go for a walk. B. Exercise. C. Sleep. D. Cook. E. Watch a movie or TV series. F. Play video games. G. Meditate. H. Go out with friends. I. Call someone. J pray, K listen to Top Down Respective. No. L eat M. I'm oh, sorry, eat <laughs> M do art. <laughs> <laughs> I just look. I so confused. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, L eat M do art and none of the above.
0: <laughs> and none of the above.
1: None of those. So what would you do then, Paul? I I,
0: I usually would probably just veg with a podcast. Like I just,
2: uh, okay. yeah. okay and So basically K, but just not us.
0: <laughs> Honestly, yeah. There's no <laughs> yeah. way I'm listening to this shit. Are there's you no way I'm listening <laughs> to the show. No,
2: no. <laughs> uh, I'd probably would uh, do E, watch a movie or TV series or F, play video games.
0: I could see me doing those two. Actually, that's true. Yeah, those two would be good. If it's right after I
1: got home from work, then it is, it is 100% going to be B because that's when I go to the gym
2: um mm, sleep sleep might also be one i pick too oh I'm actually if nap. it's like immediately yeah.
1: after getting then i'm eating but in just in terms <laughs> okay. of like n- increasing my mood like if i haven't gone to the gym yet i'm probably going to the gym yeah fair phantom Agus writes do you prefer symmetrical or asymmetrical sticks on your controller
0: oh I guess I never really thought about it.
1: I thought you were a big fan of the PlayStation
0: one. I am. I like, I guess I'm fine with that. But the thing I like about the PlayStation controller is the D pad. Cause I don't use a controller for games that use a lot of like camera movements. That's what keyboard and mouse is for, for me. So you want symmetrical sticks then? Yeah, sure. Probably. John,
2: I have never thought about this and I probably don't care if I'm being real. I'm like, I mean, using like, like a switch a, controller right now, and that's asymmetrical. Yeah,
1: so. well, it's the, yeah. the same as the Xbox, and that's the one I prefer because then my fingers or my thumbs are in the place where they're like where they need to be most of the time.
2: Like honestly, like a PlayStation controller and an Xbox controller feel the same to me for the most part. Uh, sorry, uh, <laughs> minus uh, minus like the PlayStation controllers used to be. Like the the sticks were convex, I guess they like they stuck out, so it was really hard to get a oh, grip on them. Yeah, and they they fixed that in what like the PS4. Like when they fixed on the PS4, like I'm like oh, yeah, this I is great. So. so yeah, so like it, it, it doesn't matter. They fixed the issue I have with it. Like either one's comfortable.
0: Sure.
1: Yeah, I mean they're both comfortable. I I think I like the asymmetrical because then my thumbs are in like the default position for most of the time.
0: Suku Suku writes surprise. Nintendo has come to TDP for ideas. Greedy for more ways to turn their games into battle royales they look to use to submit ideas. What Nintendo owned games would you turn into a 99? How viable would it be?
2: I would love to see a punch out 99.
0: That'd be pretty okay. okay so how would that
1: work? Is it just like one on one fights and you keep like tournament like bracket tournament style?
2: I think like it kind of works like Mario 35 did, where when you defeat certain boxers, they get sent to your opponent's game. Okay. And you just have to fight multiple boxers, and just the more boxers you have to deal with, the harder it gets. Okay. I, I think there's ways of doing it. It just would be difficult. But also, I would just really like for Mario 35 to come back, because that really, that was my <laughs> perfect 99
0: game. That was good, yeah. Nintendo-owned 99.
2: Okay, what about... Okay, Elite Beat Agents, 99.
0: Okay.
1: And as you're doing good, you are sending more button inputs to other people.
2: Oh, God. So eventually you are just, like,
1: mashing the buttons, and you have to be
2: making sure you're doing them in order. That could work. It would be a pain in the ass, but that would work.
1: Someone in the chat, Duck Hunt 99? Would that just be a shooter? Or are you just shooting the other players?
2: It's like a competition yes. where you just have to shoot more ducks, really. So, and like, whenever you shoot a duck, it sends like a maybe a fake duck or a, or a negative power-up to the other player.
1: Okay, sure. And there's yeah, ways yeah. it
2: could work. Hmm.
1: Yeah, the, the thing I like about... um f zero ninety nine 99 is you're all it is like truly battle royale where you're all on the same map interacting and it's not just here's the game you're used to and you're playing kind of you're playing asynchronously basically and just sending stuff to a different game where someone else is but you're not actually like interacting directly with them. So I think I prefer
2: the F-Zero style. Hmm. I know they did a multiplayer um,
1: crossy road and they have it like in arcades, but that's like two players. That would be cool if they just did a really wide one and you're like all on the same one and you could bump into each other.
0: Mm.
2: That'd be a fun one. That could be fun. All right. Last question from Hebrew Lantern. If you had to pick one game that everyone had to play, what would it be and why? Tetris.
0: Yeah, Tetris. Unless we're talking about people that already game, in which case, like. It's everyone. Yeah, so it's Tetris because that's the yeah. game anyone can play.
2: But if we have to split it down for casuals, Tetris, for hardcores, oh, and Cave Story?
0: Why Cave Story? Okay.
2: I just really like Cave Story. It's like such a solid Metroidvania that, like, one dude did. It has like a nice, very challenging gameplay, a bunch of hidden stuff that changes how the ending goes. Like, basically, you can scale a game and get whatever ending you want based on what ending you want. So,
0: I think every person that plays games should try a Souls game at some point. And that's easy now because there's so yeah, many. Because so they're which
2: everywhere.
0: Uh, I mean, probably at this point. I mean, the answer is Elden Ring, but yeah, I would I rather so people play an older one because then they could appreciate Elden Ring more for how much better it is. Sure,
1: yeah. I'd, but from my arguably limited scope, it does seem the
2: most approachable. Uh, I, Yeah. Maybe. Well, I mean, a lot of people said it was like one of the easier ones. It is, yeah, probably
1: one
0: of the easier ones.
1: I just yeah. mean from a like you can go do something else if you're stuck as i'm seeing in Liza P over and over again it's like well my options here are grind
2: cuz i cannot go yeah. anywhere else <laughs> grind or get good yeah uh
1: my answer is journey yeah journey's good Ooh. i think that would be i think i think anyone could play journey um and i think like visually alo- alone people would get something out of it and it would probably change a lot of people's ideas on what games are.
0: I think, like, a Katamari would be good, too. Just throw or, somebody oh, in yeah. a Katamari. That'd be another fun Katamari. one, yeah.
1: The one the one negative I have towards Katamari is it is not the, like, easiest to control. Yeah. Like, even as, as someone... I don't know if you know this, I play a lot of video games. I'm pretty good at controlling <laughs> uh-huh. a, a game character. It's not sure. easy to control the Katamari. Like, it is designed to be cumbersome. <laughs>
2: I think, well, it's not as cumbersome as much as it's designed for people who have played games before. Yeah. It's got like weird
1: tank controls and you're getting knocked around like, you know, what I mean? so yeah, it's designed to be like a little tedious at the beginning there on because of the, you know, the concept. But
0: what if we go like the opposite way? What's that game? The whole Donut County? Donut County? That, that's yeah. a good. Let's yeah. go the opposite way. That's a yeah. super
1: easy game. Like anyone can play yeah. that. That's yeah. It's fun too. I, And then so part of me, like, would think like, okay, so then could you do Untitled Goose game? But I think that one's too hard. Like for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, you know, that game is basically like Hitman Jr. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So. Hitman, though, that's a great game. Yeah. That that recent trilogy. Oh, man, that's a great trilogy. Yeah. John, weren't you like just playing that?
2: Hitman? Yeah. I played it for the charity event, yeah. Okay. Was that, 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 was my first... First, that was my first time properly playing Hitman. Uh,
1: which one did you play? Just the oh, first
2: wow. of the new trilogy? Hit, yeah, Hitman 1. I did uh, Italy, Sicily, I think, whatever the name of that area is. Did it's you like, do the sta- tutorial? Chapter, chapter 2. I did the t- tutorial like last year.
1: Oh, okay. Mm.
2: I've literally only played it during these charity events for like 30 minutes, so. I think
1: you'd really like Hitman.
2: I, I know people tell me that a lot. And the bit I played digging into it today seems so fast or last week or whenever it was so fascinating Yeah, yeah. because it was like, okay, here's all like the different things you can do that will kill off this player. And it's like, Oh, so there's like, I'm going to go make sure this guy like dies, like crying dead. Like wife's like grave. Yeah. Yeah. Shit like that.
1: It is like, it's also like really funny in like a very, it does like, seem dry... very funny. Yeah. Yeah. Those are cool games for sure. Um, all right. Thanks everyone for writing in top at gmail.com is the email address for next time at TDP podcast on Twitter, the discord channel or John's PO box. What is your game of the week?
0: Uh, Baldur's gate.
2: Uh, F zero GX.
1: And mine is lies
0: of P nice.
1: Thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you next week.
2: Bye, Bye